again. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Newspaper FM. I am your host, Daniel. Today I am completely solo. As well, to be honest with you, we wasn't planning on doing a show today. Um, as you all know, I'm guessing it was the best of the Super Juniors finals today. And that show has just finished. As you heard at the start of the show, John Moxley is your new IWGP United States heavyweight champion. Um, so I thought I had to do a show. Honestly, the show that's just finished, I mean... I feel like I'm doing a disservice to Will Ospreay and Shingo Takagi by speaking about John Moxley first. What an incredible match those two had. Um, but I guess the main the mainstream story really is the John Moxley title win. Um, what an incredible, an incredible match they had. It was it was completely different to your main event. Um, it was it was just a brawl. It was an outright brawl. They just, they completely got into it from the start. I think Robinson, the Ambrose tried to bust him open at uh, Hardway. Ambrose, there you go. Moxley, it's going to take a while to get used to that. Um, Moxley busted up Juice Hardway. Um, it was, it, it, I don't think they got as much blood as they wanted. So Moxley then went on to bite um, the eyebrow of Juice. But it was just... It was a brutal match. I'm sorry I'm all over the place. My adrenaline is flying everywhere. Um, so, yeah, John Moxley, new United States champion for New Japan. Um, so, yeah, basically, I'll start off with I was not planning on watching this show. I was at work. Um, I'm self-employed for people who don't know. I was at work, and I'm thinking, oh, I've got, I've got to watch it. I'm cleaning these houses, cleaning windows on these houses, and I thought, what am I doing here? Do you know what I mean? These, these can do one. They can wait. The best of the Super Juniors final. I've been watching the tournament religiously. I've watched most of the 14 days, really. Um, I've obviously missed the odd match. Um, towards the end, I picked and chose matches a little more sense, a little more sensibly as at the start. But what a tournament it has been. Um, the final, probably, it was the final that I predicted at the start of the tournament. I think it was the final that most people wanted to see in Osprey and Shingo. Um, but yeah, so... Anyway, I ditched work, I jumped home and I got home for the Marty Skrull, Brody King tag team match against Okada and Rocky Romero. So unfortunately I can't start with anything um, before that as I've yet to watch it. Um, I spoke to uh, one of my mates who was watching the show live, pulled a sickie off work. Well, he claims to be ill but I'm not sure about that. Um, Yeah, so he has um, watched the match. He said there were some good matches but nothing really worth going out of your way to see. 
And so, yeah, so the first match that I watched was the old card at Rocky Romero against Marty Skrull and Brody King match. It was a... It was a good match, do you know what I mean? It was just your typical New Japan tag team match. Um, there was nothing really special. Uh, Romero got the heat on himself. Um, well, King and Skrull got the heat on Romero before a hot Okada tag. Um, and Okada went on to win that match. So, another, it was a good match. It's worth seeing. I enjoyed it. It was a nice little little intro. Build me up ready for the triple main event that was to come. And what a triple main event it was. Um, so the first match on the triple main event was Tanahashi against Jay White. Um, now, you might have heard me on previous shows um, criticise Jay White. However, I have done a complete 180 on Jay White. Yep, completely proved me wrong. I was live at MSG for the G1 Supercard show. And that night, Jay White made a believer in me. He gave the best match of the night for me. Um, he... He just he appeared to be a superstar when he came out. Um, so, yeah, he just completely won me over. He put in a great performance against Okada. Without Jay White, you probably don't get the huge pop that we got for the Okada title win. So, yeah, Jay White completely turned me around. So, this match, it was um, Hiromu's first match. Hiromu. I always get those names mixed. So, it was Tanahashi's first. Hiroshi Tanahashi's first match back. Um since being injured at the G1 Supercard. So it was his first match since the Zack Sabre Jr. match. Um, I think he had elbow surgery, which they really worked into the match really well. Um, so yeah, they had a really good match. Worked on the elbow. It was back and forth towards the end. Um, Jay White was in control a lot of the start, but I love how they played into the finish um, by using the elbow of Tan um, Tanahashi. Playing into the finish well um, with, I think, what did Tanahashi do? I can't think of the finish now. Um, Jay White, basically, he did something to the elbow and rolled up Tanahashi for the victory. So, yeah, I think they're going to play the whole Tanahashi. Um, can he not win the big one? Is he done? Story going into the G1, sort of like they did last year. So, they'll probably give Tanahashi um, a big run in the G1. Jay White needed that victory, I felt. Um, lost a bit of steam, since, obviously, since the Okada loss. Um, he only had, what, an, a six- to eight-week title reign, which is never really ideal for a first-time champion so this match um, really solidified Jay White is still in the main event scene in New Japan um, so yeah it was really good really good match I went four and a quarter stars on this it's definitely worth checking out um, they've had I think four matches before before this they had the match obviously at Wrestle Kingdom the other year which mm, didn't really deliver uh, they had a match in the G1 last year, which was littered with interference, and they had a match, I think, for the briefcase as well. Yes, yeah, so this will be the fifth match, uh, a match for the briefcase, and then obviously had the uh, Jay White title victory from Tanahashi at, what well, that was on the New Beginning Tour, wasn't it? Um, so yeah, so Jay White won that match, and that, that was a good match. Um, Jay White probably had about 80% of that match. This match, for me, was better. It was a little bit more back and forth in the end. And I really enjoyed it, so go and check this out. Now, next. Next, we had the match that really got all the eyes on the show um, from the outside. I'm guessing there's people listening to this who are WWE fans who maybe wanted to check out Dean Ambrose, now John Moxley's first match in New Japan Pro Wrestling. They wanted to check that match out. Um, hopefully they stuck around for that blockbuster main event. But they will have seen a completely different John Moxley than they are used to seeing in WWE. Um, we obviously had the Death Rider video 
um, to introduce John Moxley. He comes through the crowd, which was obviously a throwback to the Shield stuff. But he comes out, and he's not—he's not in his jeans. He's not in that stupid vest that he had to wear for WWE. He is dressed as a professional wrestler. And the nearest comparison I can probably do to his ring attire, he came out sort of looking a bit like Ishii. Um, Ishii, obviously, with like the shorts, the knee pad. No, Ishii doesn't really wear knee pads. He does wear knee pads, doesn't he? Um, and the trainers. Um, so yeah, it was an interesting look for John Moxley. I was a fan of it myself. Got a text from Martin, who was also a fan of his new look. Um, obviously the earring, but he came out. He looked like a professional wrestler, not just some bum from the streets with a beer. Um, so yeah, Juice Robinson also for people who may, might not have seen Juice Robinson before, they have cut his dreadlocks off. Now this, I don't really don't want to complain, but I wasn't really the biggest fan of this. Um, I thought the juice with all dreadlocks, usually it just added a little something to his character, to his persona, it separated him from the rest, but it looks like they're trying to go with a more serious Juice Robinson, um, which might be brighter for his future, um, we'll see how it goes, this match though, it was just a war from the outset, um, the punching, it's everything what you'd expect from a John Moxley prior to his WWE run, you could tell Moxley was having a great time doing a match where he can basically do what he wants. Um, it was brutal. Obviously, I was listening to uh, the Moxley with Wade Keller podcast while I was at work, incidentally, this morning, and he was saying how he often wanted to incorporate blood into his matches, but Triple H would tell him that that um, probably wasn't going to appeal to the sponsors and they didn't want to lose sponsorships, so they wouldn't use blood in his matches. Obviously, blood is rarely used in WWE matches, so... It comes as no surprise to see blood used in this match. Um, as I said earlier, they got it the hard way. Um, Ambrose punching, Ambrose, Moxley punching stiff shots to Juice Robinson. Um, he then bites the eyebrow. Brutal stuff. Um, credit for Robinson for taking this, as I think they were hoping that blood had helped the match, which it did. Um, it did. It wasn't obviously a bloodbath city sort of match like you got with Dustin Rhodes against Cody at Double or Nothing. But this was just, it really, it was just a brutal match. It was a war. It wasn't completely weapon-based. Obviously, they used the tables. Um, Moxley got an introduction to new Japan tables, like Jericho did at Wrestle Kingdom, where they don't necessarily, they're not as easy to break, maybe, as the tables that you will see in the States, especially the ones that they use in the WWE. Uh, the table didn't break, I think, twice. Um, but Juice was like, damn it, this, someone's going through this table. Moxley got it right. Moxley is going through this table. And he did. Um, I think he did a suplex through the table. But yeah, this match is worth going out of your way to see. Um, I'd say Moxley probably had 65-35. Got his right again. Moxley had 65-30% of the match. Um, it was just a war. It was If you're looking for a... An out and out, out and out wrestling match. This is not going to be your cup of tea, but it was a fight. It was a fight. Um, it was reminiscent, as I alluded to, um, of the Jericho Omega match at Wrestle Kingdom. It was just, it was just a fight. So go out your way to check this out. Let me have a sip of my coffee as I'm running out of breath, ladies and gentlemen. I have not, whew, not out of breath. I've not done a solo show now since before I went to WrestleMania 35. Um, all the shows have been with Danny. So let me have a sip of this coffee, which I'm not a big fan of. I bought a pack of honey caramelised cappuccinos, the powder formula, and they're not the best, to be honest with you. I'm more of a vanilla latte sort of guy. So we'll have a sip of this. 
Sorry to have a drink on it, but it is needed. Ugh, don't like that aftertaste of honey. Doesn't quite work out for me. Um, but yeah, so back to the match. An outright war in this match. Go and see this match. I'm so glad they made Moxley the United States champion. I feel like a lot of people, um, New Japan fans like myself, they've not quite... Obviously, Omega was the first champion. Um, he then dropped it to Jay White, do I believe? Did he drop it to Jay White? Yeah, he dropped it to Jay White. And since then, the belt has really been... It's not really been a focal point of New Japan shows. It's took a back seat. Um, so, yeah, obviously, I think what happened then? Naito took it off Jay White, did he? And Jericho won the belt, something like that. And, yeah, so the belt sort of took a back seat. Hopefully, now with Moxley winning it, it means Moxley is going to be on more Japan New Japan shows. I think my gut tells me we're going to see Moxley in the G1, which after this would be perfect. The G1 is usually wrestle-based matches, so every night to have you sort of a brawl sort of match will be great to see. Um, it'll differentiate the matches, break it up nicely if we can have a brawl. Like it did this, we had um, a classic wrestling match in the main event with a brawl that went on before it, which was perfect. A great double main event. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, John Moxley is your new IWGP US champion. So yeah, it looks like he's in New Japan to stay. Um, hopefully he's in New Japan a bit more than Jericho, which I believe he will be, as I said. I think he will be doing the G1 shows, so you might see him at Dallas, which will certainly help the ticket sales. So yeah, can't recommend this match more. John Moxley defeats Juice Robinson. Let's not just give the credit to John Moxley. Juice Robinson was really good in this match. He offered something we haven't really seen too much of from Juice Robinson in New Japan, although I'm a big fan of his. It it was just, it was a great match. Go and watch this match. I gave it four and a half stars. Hate to harp on the star ratings, but it gives you sort of a base of how good the match was. So four and a half stars for this. Um, yeah, John Moxley, great match. Now, on to the main event. And I'm watching the main event and I'm thinking, oh, I feel like that, that the John Moxley match could easily have main evented. It easily, easily could main event. And I thought, well, sort of took me out of the main event. A little bit like the Cody Dustin match did for the Jericho Omega main event at Double or Nothing. Um, Shingo comes out, Osprey comes out. It was the final that we all wanted to see. I really, really hope that maybe WWE fans who hopefully bought the show on New Japan World or signed up, or if not, they'd illegally streamed it, which we do not condone, but hopefully you stuck around and watched the main event because you were treated to a match it's just a match you won't really see anywhere else in the world. Now, I know everyone says Double or Nothing, including myself, was great, which it was. Um, you might not necessarily see this show in AEW. You definitely wouldn't see it in WWE. New Japan Pro Wrestling showed that they are the number one place in the world to see matches like this. Now, they might not have had as much hype this year, but they have delivered some absolutely incredible matches in the first half of this year. And this match was nothing short of that. Um, obviously, last year in the Best of the Super Juniors, it was Hiromu um, Takahashi against Ishimori at Corican Hall, and that was a five-star classic. That was a great match. And this, for me, it outshone it. It was better than that match, and that match was one of my favourites from last year. This match was... I'm going to put it out there. I've put it on Twitter. It was one of the greatest matches of all time for me. It was just incredible. I'm not going to go move for move. You don't want to hear move for move what happened. They started off they started off like Osprey matches recently. They started off with them going all out in the first minute, um, like his match with Bandido, and then they'll calm it down for a bit before picking back up. 
um, and they did that for this match. The first five, ten minutes, I'm thinking, mm, it's good, it's good, it's it's just like any of the other matches you've seen in the best of Super Juniors from Osprey. However, then it really took a life of its own. Some of the spots in the match were incredible. Um, I say, I'm not going to go move for move on this. It's just a match you need to go out there and see. Uh, Budokan was going absolutely batshit crazy for this match. The atmosphere was incredible. It felt like a huge match. Obviously, Shingo had not lost a match previously to this in New Japan. I think Kevin Kelly told us 96, 97 matches. He had not taken a fall in since his debut last October. Um, so, yeah, it was a huge win for Osprey. Um, I'm trying to look at, although my pick that I wanted to win before this was Shingo, um, I wanted Shingo to take the junior division on his back, like Osprey alluded to later on. However, it looks like Osprey might be here to stay, stay in the junior division. Hopefully that's not the case. I'm hoping to see him in the G1. Um, but yeah, I think, now we saw Dragon Lee against Shingo in the A block, I believe, and they had my match of the tournament up until this point. That was a great, great match um, in the main event of Corican, uh, what was it, two weeks ago now. So I would have liked to have seen a rematch between the two, either Dragon Lee and Osprey. Something fresh, it's something I might be wrong as I watch that much wrestling these days. It's not something um, I've seen myself if I can, I've forgotten it. Maybe they've had a match before. I'm guessing they will have done somewhere. But sort of a fresh match for New Japan for Dominion on Sunday. So I have no problem with Osprey winning. Um, it felt huge. You could tell. Now, it's hard for a guy um, from the West to come over and take the hearts of the New Japan crowd like Will Osprey does. I know he gets a bit hateful. Whatever on Twitter. I myself haven't read whatever he's put on Twitter. And I don't care. doesn't interest me. Although a bit of nosiness in me would like to know. But whatever, I don't care. The guy for me... Is up there. It's between him and Okada, who is the best wrestler in the world right now. And Will Ospreay, he's had 15, 20 matches this year, all that have been great. He is the wrestler of the year without any question. And Will Ospreay is right now probably the best wrestler in the world. He might, he's sort of, he doesn't do as many flips as he used to do. He still incorporates it, but he is changed his style a little bit. Um, so yeah, this Will Ospreay is fantastic. I don't know if he's everybody's cup of tea. Don't really care. I think he is just on another level right now. I'm glad he's won this tournament. I can't wait to see the match with Dragon Lee at Dominion on Sunday. Um, so yeah, whether or not he wins, I don't know. My gut is telling me maybe Dragon Lee retains and they go build towards maybe a Hiromu Dragon Lee match. Um, possibly, I don't know if Hiromu is quite ready to return. If not, I think it does make sense. If it, maybe that match will be safe for Wrestle Kingdom. So, in which case, you can put the belt on Osprey. Um, you can have him, obviously, take the belt maybe into the G1. Who knows? I'd be surprised to see that. But he could take the belt into the G1. He could take the belt to Royal Quest in London, um, August 31st, which we will be there at live. So, stay tuned for the podcast, for the vlogs for that show. But, yeah, who knows which way New Japan are going to book. Sometimes it's obvious which way, but sometimes they shock you. If you'd have put a gun to my head and asked me who'd win this match, I would have gone with Shingo. Um, however, they went with Osprey, which I don't have a problem with. Do you know what I mean? Gado. So, even if you do have a problem with it, it's Gado's booking. Do you know what I mean? We know. I've criticised. I've made the mistake of criticising Gado's booking before, and I've been... Look, made to look a fool, so I'm not going to question his booking. But yeah, Dominion, Dominion is looking tasty in it. We've got Okada against Jericho. We've got Ibushi and Naito. We've got um, Ishii against 
issues is she against? Issues against Taichi, and Taichi gets a lot of crap, but for me, he's underrated. He delivers in these big matches. He's had numerous four-star bouts this year, and then now we've got Dragon Lee Osprey. So four matches that I am excited to see on Sunday. But yeah, um, Osprey after the match, in an emotional speech, announces that he is done with Brit Res, which is a shame for people like me, who have had the privilege to see him perform live the last few years. Um, so yeah, he's done with Brit Res for the time being, and he is moving to Japan. He wants to be on every tour, and as he said, he wants to carry New Japan on his back. Please, Gado, put him in the G1. This guy is needed for the tournament. It replaces, you've obviously not got an Omega in the tournament this year, and put Will Ospreay in the G1. Hopefully, we will see that, but if not, never mind. Shingo, Will Ospreay, deliver the match of the year. I was talking to my mate, um, Neil, messaging back and forth, and he agrees this is the match of the year for 2019, which it has been a match. It has been a year full of great, great matches. So it's easy. It's not even a contest for me. It is leaps and bounds. Well, not leaps and bounds. It's a lot. It's better than Tanahashi against Omega um, from Wrestle Kingdom. It was better than Okada J. White, which was my original match of the year up until now. It was definitely better than Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, which is apparently the WWE match of the year. Better than Gargano Cole. Better than Riddle Strong, which I love that Matt Riddle Roderick Strong match from the other night, match of the night easily at Takeover. Um, yeah, match of the year for me. An incredible, incredible match. If you are not watching New Japan, I know there's people out there. I know I have a bit of banter on Twitter with people. I shit on WWE a bit. But if you're one of them people like, I'm WWE, I'm not watching New Japan. It's not for me. Just start by watching some of these matches. It bewilders me how you could be a fan of professional wrestling and not enjoy a match like Osprey versus Shingo. I think if you just give it a chance, you will get hooked. When I started watching New Japan, I didn't watch full shows, I just watch little matches here, little matches there, you slowly get more and more into it, but it, I'm telling you right now, after a couple of years, what, three years maybe of watching New Japan, it is worth it, it is for me right now, it is without doubt the best professional wrestling company on the planet, and no matter how much All Elite is doing wonders at the moment, no matter how much WWE is, I don't want to get into WWE, I can't be bothered shitting on WWE, not today, we'll save that for the Saudi Arabia review show coming up on Saturday, but yeah, this was an incredible, incredible triple main event, go and watch the three matches, um, obviously the main story is John Moxley being the IWGP US champion, I'm sorry, this has been my first solo show in a while, I feel a little bit rusty, um, I feel like I've not took a breath, so if you switched off already... Apologies for that, but I hope you've enjoyed the show. It was just a quick show. I just wanted to get across my thoughts on this. I'm still on an adrenaline rush. It was an incredible triple main event. To witness one of the best matches I've ever seen in wrestling in Osprey, Shingo was a privilege. I'm glad I finished work. Um, now what to do with the rest of my day? Maybe go to the gym. Maybe watch a bit of Line of Duty. Man, Line of Duty, what a show that is. Um, Line of Duty, check that out, by the way, on Netflix. Um, great show, great show. Um, but yeah, so I will get back. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch the Ronda Rousey documentary. I want to watch that. Ronda Rousey documentary. So yeah, headlines. Will Ospreay, winner of the Best of the Super Juniors 26 after an incredible tournament, 
John Moxley, your new United States champion. We will see you, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear more from me. I will be back on Friday, as I am every Friday, with Danny of the Wrestling Newspaper, where we will be doing the Wrestling Newspaper Weekly. So check out for that. It will be uploaded on Friday. And, yeah, we'll be discussing everything. We'll be talking about TakeOver. We'll be talking about Saudi Arabia. The Saudi Arabia show will be previewing that. We'll be talking about everything big from WWE. Um, I'll also definitely be previewing Dominion, the big show for me of the weekend on Sunday, Dominion. We'll be previewing that. We'll be talking about that and more. So stay tuned. Join us for the Wrestling Newspaper Weekly. If you've not already subscribed, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Podbean. Subscribe to the Wrestling Newspaper FM. I'm really loving doing podcasts, although I'm a miserable bastard on Twitter. I apologise for that, Kyle. It's the Englishness in me that is brought out. So yeah, hopefully you're all enjoying the shows and we will see you on Friday. See you later, everyone. It's Kenny all the way from the top. He's hanging on, though, Kevin. He's hanging on. Here we go. Up on the shoulders. Stop. Break Will Ospreay has won the best of Super Junior 